You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 114. Hey guys, did you hear my epic podcast about getting unstuck from a health rut? Learn the four powerful ways and download the free cheat sheet handout. It's episode 106, so check it out. And if you find value in it, share it with a friend. Hey, it's Eric Sue. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. I also wanted to say hi to any first-time listeners. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a fun and outgoing positivity coach and friend with us today. Her name is Carol Miller. We'll be talking about how to stay positive through your health and wellness journey. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Carol. Carol, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Let's do this. Awesome. Carol, or known by CC Miller, a positivity consultant, has touched millions to live life with maximum joy and passion through personal coaching, writing, speaking, and running her nonprofit organization, Positive Focus. Carol, that was to the point. Can you share with us a little bit more who you are and how you got started? Absolutely. Um, I got started and basically I've always been a fairly positive person, but the more I started learning about our power of our minds and what we focus on, we create more of, I just really took off with that. And my purpose is as a positivity trainer or friend or coach is really to let people know that being positive does not mean everything is perfect in your life. But it does mean that when you're facing a challenge, a health challenge, or whatever challenge you're going through, focusing on the gratitude in that allows you to move through it quicker. So life happens. I don't have control of everything in life, but, but we do have control on how we face that challenge that we're going through. Excellent. So I like, to say that I, heighten, I like to say that I heighten celebrations and lessen sorrows through positive focus. Ooh, that was so good. Can you say it one more time? Yes, hiding, I like to heighten celebrations and lessen sorrows by having people focus on what's going well. Nice, very good. Um, we'll get into this topic fairly shortly. However, can you share with us what's one cool or unique fact about yourself, Carol? Well, one of the, um, I would say it's a cool fact to me, is I love to sail. So I'm on the water as much as possible. And I am not a very big person, but I used to race sailboats for about 12 years. A lot of people don't know that about me, but the water is where I re-energize myself. Excellent. Excellent. I was going to say, there are a few people, or maybe many people, I'm not really sure the statistics, but um, they really enjoy the water, but they don't really enjoy sailing per se just because of the fear of um, falling in maybe and stuff like that. But you have no fear of that, huh? I, I don't. And really, when you think about it, sailboats with the keel are probably safer um, offering you not to fall in than a powerboat. They are not going to go over. And if you're just doing it for fun, you're not going to go out in bad weather. 
Mm. But yeah, a lot of people do have that fear. It's just not one of mine. Awesome. Very good. We'll have to go out there and enjoy it one day. However, Excellent. let's talk about this topic of the day, which is how to stay positive through your health and wellness journey. So let me ask you, how do you describe it to people and how do you help people? It's really, again, for me, it goes back to what we're focusing on. If we're, um, I have a lot of people come to me who are dealing with health challenges, and like, especially if they're dealing with cancer. And fortunately, the scientific community is now truly seeing the power of remaining positive through whatever you're facing is part of the healing process. So people come to me on that, and I just really encourage them to focus on what is working in the situation or whatever they can find to be grateful for while, while allowing. I mean, if you're dealing with a, a cancer um, call or whatever, there's fear, you know, anger, and all those feelings come up. But the more that we can embrace and staying, you know, laughter is a great form of medicine and staying into that positive space, we allow the healing to occur quicker than if we go into the the fear factor. Fear is a very powerful, enticing feeling. So the more we can stay out of that space, the better. I heard a quote many years ago that said, you can't worry and love at the same time. So if you're putting out worrying energy, you're creating more of that worry feeling inside of you. So we just try to work on ways to be gentler with yourself through it and come up with solutions that are going to be more of a positive thought process. Mm, very good. Now, um, I'm just curious in your experience and your education, what is it that causes people to go to the negative almost immediately sometimes? And then uh, how do you help them get out of it? You know, you know I think it's uh, we've kind of been trained, at least I should say in my upbringing, I mean, and I've come from a great family, but we tend to focus on what's not working in our life. One of the examples... I give my clients, or if I'm speaking, is in the school system, at least when I was in school, if you took a test with 100 questions and you got 96 of them right, the top of the paper did not say plus 96, it said minus 4. So we've always been focused on what we're doing wrong rather than celebrate what we're doing right. And I'm a firm believer our focus expands what we're thinking about. So focusing on yay 96 plus 96 is going to create more of that self-empowerment feeling behind it. Hmm. Very good. And, you know, there are certain steps. I'm assuming that you have maybe a uh, checklist or some type of uh, exercise list for people to go through to, to uh, assess if they are negative thinkers or um, if they have a tendency to be negative. Is that true? It is, and, it, and truly the very first step is awareness. And when I'm first working with somebody, they're always a little bit surprised because I just tell them, you know, just pay attention to what your thoughts are. Don't judge them, but just kind of focus on them. And especially when you're first starting, it's just like exercising your body. You know, it's a practice. If I could, if I could work out with you just one time, Eric, and be perfectly fit, you would have my client right there. I'd be there tomorrow. So it still is practice. And so I encourage people when they catch themselves with a negative thought, rather than it's easy, why did I think that, why did I say that, is to pat yourself on the shoulder, on the back that you caught it, because it's when you're aware of what you're thinking and saying and doing is when you can make changes. 
So it's really, for me, it's about being gentle with yourself and just paying attention. And the more you pay attention and focus, then we start working on reframing that thought mm. instead of looking at it in the negative. How can I, I, I know what I don't want because of the negative thought. So now how can I reframe that negative thought into what I do want? Mm. And I use a form called contrast to clarity. And it's to be totally honest with yourself and on one half of a piece of paper, write down everything about either like if it's exercise or if it's eating or if it's a health, you know, an illness challenge, everything on one side of the paper, what you don't want, what you don't like. And then on the other side, write the positive aspect of it. Like I don't like getting up to go to the gym. So maybe the other side of it would be positive is you would talk about how you feel after you've worked out, you know, that you feel good about it. So it's really about staying in a space of allowing that positive um, feeling to happen. Hmm. So, so uh, just to move uh, deeper into this list, what's the, the uh, application or what, what do you see people doing with or what are you advising people to do with that list? Uh, I'm advising, so they write it and then they take the paper in half, so now they're just going to focus on what they do want because it's very easy, especially when we're dealing with a challenge. I mean, it's right in front of you. You're overweight or whatever your challenge is that you want to fix. It is staring you at the face. So it's so easy to get into focusing on, I'm overweight, I'm overweight, I'm overweight, rather than focusing on, okay, I don't like being overweight, so what do I like? I am in the process of becoming healthy. I am in the process of becoming fit. And so I encourage people to use affirmations, Mm. and it's to write it, to speak it, to see it. And some of them are such easy sayings that seem silly, but the whole point of an affirmation is you're retraining your brain, your unconscious brain thoughts that you have started as a young child. Perhaps it was your parents, perhaps it was teachers, perhaps it was friends, perhaps it was yourself who have been telling you for all these years that losing weight is hard, I can't do this, or whatever. So it's really, and I'm just a big, big proponent on being gentle with yourself. Life is a process, you know, it's a journey. It's not, there isn't an end result that when you get to this point, everything's going to be perfect. Mm. That's so powerful. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And as, as you were explaining uh, this list and then you went into affirmations, are there any affirmations that you could share with us uh, for my audience who, again, they're maybe confused about health and wellness, they, they want to lose weight, um, they're maybe uh, stuck um, trying to lose weight. Uh, can you share a few? Right. Absolutely. And I'm going to be a little general because really the affirmation needs to fit the individual person. But one of the key things I do say is I want to release weight because often when we lose something, we look for it. It's I've lost my keys. I need to find my keys. So if I keep talking about losing weight, my mind is saying find it. So I will use the release weight. And affirmations are meant to be a step from where you are right now, but they need to be believable. Uh, an example, one of my mentors had said, he was like a six foot two man, over 300 pounds, and he would look in the mirror and say, I am happy, healthy, and fit. But then he would look at his body and he's like, I am overweight, I am not healthy and fit. So he changed it to, I'm in the process of becoming healthy and fit. Mm-hmm. And so it 
it was a gentler way to look at it, and it was an e- we're always in the process of growing and changing and becoming. Because usually, when you think of a affirmation, it's supposed to be the, what the future looks like. So some people don't like process because that's not future. But we're always changing. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage people to play around with it, come up with something that feels good to them. I really do like I'm in the process of becoming healthy. I'm in the process of choosing um, foods that work for me. Uh, For me, I have found a lot of the health industry has focused on what not to eat rather than focusing on what to eat. So it's really about focusing on the good of what you're looking for and what makes you feel good and what makes you you know, come alive and really enjoy life because there's so much to enjoy when you focus on it. Hmm. Excellent. Very good. And uh, I believe in affirmations. Um, I do them pretty regularly, uh, morning and night. And would is that something you would recommend, by the way, or do you just recommend uh, doing it uh, once a day? Or how, how do you go about affirmations? I usually do them morning and night, but as anything, I get out of the pattern of it, but because I practice it, what I really like is when I start having that stressful thought or perhaps I've eaten something that I know isn't good for me, so it's so easy to go into the, why did you eat that mode, I, I immediately go into my affirmations. And any time that we're really focused on what we want and being gentle with ourselves, you know, it really does de-escalate when we have, you know, what whatever, if you want to call it falling off the wagon, because it tends to be if you fall off the wagon and you have a meal that isn't good for you, well, I can't do it anymore. So you continue down that path of not um, choosing what really makes your body feel good. Mm, very good. Excellent. Um, what else could you share with us regarding uh, staying positive? You know, my audience, like I said, they're, they're health conscious. They're, they're trying to figure this all out. Um, a lot of things can go wrong. Maybe setting expectations is part of the journey and knowing how to deal with each, if you will, hurdle or obstacle. What could you share with us to, to help people um, be as positive as possible? Certainly. Um, again, for me, the most important thing is to be gentle with yourself. And the more you're not beating yourself up, I- I'm not a big proponent of using the words always or never. I mean, I've done things that I said I never would do before, but I am a proponent of never beating yourself up because that just keeps you in that negative feeling of not doing it. I do believe that everything serves us, and sometimes it is that challenge that we really don't like that catapults us into refocusing on, okay, this does not feel good. What is going to feel good? And when you just take small steps and get into a routine, I mean, our life is so patternized, and the more that you can really get into a structure, and when you're drinking more water than you had before, and just, you know, saying thank you that your body is working so well, that's definitely um, something that I do. I appreciate my body is like, okay, so today I didn't treat you so well, but you, you still, my heart still pumped for me. I still breathe fine. I was able to get everything I wanted done. Mm. So I really believe in appreciation and gratitude. And when you find yourself um, falling backwards or whatever, rather than seeing it as going backwards, think of it as you're able to stop and just 
relook at the situation. Maybe you should be taking it a new way. And I think it's kind of like when you exercise, your body gets used to doing a certain exercise. So I know you as a trainer, you have people switch it up every now and then. So your right. body isn't, you know, your metabolism isn't saying, oh, yeah, I know what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So see that slip back as an opportunity to reevaluate how you could do it differently. Not necessarily better, but differently. I, I personally prefer I prefer to use the word enhancing my life rather than improving my life. Because mm. if you're breathing on your own and, and everything, your life is pretty good. And so just enhance it to feel your absolute best, whatever that looks like. You Very get good. to choose what your best is. Yeah, you're, you're giving me a new uh, vocabulary to, to uh, use. I mean, uh, I, I was going to say that a lot of people's first instinct, first thought when certain things come up was can't or I, I, I will never be able to X, Y, Z. And, and um, I'm not sure where that comes from. Do you have a thought as to why that happens? Well, I think it comes from there's two trains of thought there. Some people are afraid to fail. But I think more people are afraid of success. It's like, oh, if I lose all this weight, then I'm going to have the pressure of keeping it off. I'm going to, you know, I have to change. So it really is about the slow transition into it being your lifestyle, not just to do it because you want to drop 10, 20, 50 pounds. It's you want to live your most vibrant life and feel good all the time. So I think when we, it's so easy I can say I can't, and then I can't fail. If I don't try it, <laughs> I didn't fail is what a lot of people see. But really not trying something, you're failing yourself. You could try a million things and find out that's not for me. There's so many different types of exercise out there, and some are like, oh, I, this works for me, and others are like, that's not for me. But trying it, trying it on to see if it works for you is truly benefiting you and it's not a failure if it doesn't work for you. It's just not your path. Mm. Um, I'm just curious to know, do you think it's um, possible to be too positive? I believe that there are people who would say yes to that because I think people have the wrong impression of what positive is. A lot of people see positive people as Pollyannas and they're not living in reality. And (laughs) I've had people say, well, of course you're happy. Your life is perfect. And that's why you're positive. And I always tell them, I am human. I have challenges. I get angry and frustrated just like everybody. But because I'm so in tune to wanting to feel good, I turn it around much quicker than people who are unaware of their feelings. So it's really about, I don't believe you can be too positive as long as you're coming from the fact of does this feel good. If you're living in, if you're stuffing your emotions and say, oh, I'm happy now and just ignoring what's going on in your health or ignoring, you know, finances or whatever you're trying to avoid, those feelings are going to come up somewhere else. So uh, one of the things I always say because I believe, you know, it's between love and fear, and the fear is our negative feelings. It's like, allow fear to visit, just don't invite it to move in. Because mm. fear catapults us. You know, when, when we get that health scare, you know, a doctor tells us something, that isn't activating. We can go into victim mode of why me, how me, 
or we can go into, okay, here's where we're at. How can we improve upon it? How can we enhance this? Hmm. Yeah, actually, uh, that 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 um, resonates with me a lot. Um, but uh, in addition to what you're talking about, is is being positive is a mindset, and it's also a, a way of life, right? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just thinking of certain people in my life, and people I've trained who are overweight, for example, um, who are stuck, and although they may say they're fine, they feel okay deep down you would say that they're probably hurting in a way and that um maybe things aren't as good as they say it is and and so what could you say to those who who are presenting themselves as happy and positive but deep down they're really not well and and that that in itself is a self-protection mode however Everybody has to decide for themselves what overweight is to them. I mean, I think our society has a standard of, especially for women, what they need to look. I mean, the plus-size models out there are the average-size woman mm-hmm. in, in the U.S. So I do believe that everybody needs to choose, along with you know their, if, what their doctor is telling them health-wise is a good weight for them. So there are people of all sizes that truly can be happy with a few extra pounds long as they're healthy. But I do think that people, you know, it, you know I, I'm a personal believer that weight is a self-protective mechanism as well. Mm. So it's really, you know, you just need to go in deep into yourself and know whatever, it's your life, you get to choose how to live it. And if uh, the weight isn't, is truly not a concern to you, then that's your decision. Mm. Just ask yourself, you know, is it serving me or is it holding me back? Mm-hmm. And if it's serving you, then not you nor I or anybody, I mean, even your doctor can't tell you to change. That's still your personal choice. But mm-hmm. if you really look at it and ask yourself, is this serving me or is it holding me back from living my best life? Absolutely. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure if you answered this question, but uh, is there a worksheet or some type of exercise that people can do to determine if they are of a, they are a negative person or a positive person? I, well, I don't actually have a specific worksheet, but it's really truly is to kind of pay attention to your thoughts and see how you feel about them. Like even when you get mad at somebody and perhaps you feel like it's justified, if you, you may think that spouting anger makes you happy, but if you really look into your body, anger is not a good feeling. So it's really getting in tune to how you're feeling from um, the day. And, it, you know, it just takes the awareness. And then once you're able to, like, it is like you could write down your thoughts. Like journaling is a huge um, thing for people, and I, I recommend it to clients. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, again, to go unfiltered on how your day is and then look at it. And when you read it back, does that make you feel better or is it holding you back? And then you go into the contrast to clarity worksheet where you would write down everything that you did not like about the day and put in how you want to approach tomorrow on the opposite side. Mm, Very good. Excellent. Um, Just wanted to make sure if uh, anyone who's listening has a way to identify who they are, because I think self-identity is so huge in your thoughts, actions, and your beliefs, right? Right. Yes. I, I mean, it's your thoughts, words, and actions. And the more 
it's sometimes, especially as you start getting into this, everybody's like, how can I, you know, I, I've got negative thoughts. I promise you, I have negative thoughts. I, I, don't, I don't even think it would serve me to be 100% positive because our challenges allow us to feel this doesn't feel good. What can I do to feel better? And then you're able to make the, the adjustments. It's when you are focused purely on the challenges as coming from um, feeling disempowered, feeling that you're a victim of a situation. Then you're taking yourself out of the ballgame, and you're giving your power over to somebody else. You're giving, maybe you're giving your power over to a weight issue or some, something else, but you as an individual person matter in this world. Instead of looking at the world as 7 billion people, I look at the world as one person 7 billion times. Hmm. Every one of your clients, Eric, brings something new to the table. Even identical twins bring something different to the table. So the more you value and love yourself, the more you're going to be okay, whatever. And, and it's, it's just easier to get into a healthier mindset when you're fully loving yourself. I mean, any of our challenges um, of any sort, and again, I'm a positive person and I promise you I have challenges. Any challenges we are dealing with comes somewhere from a worthiness issue of not feeling we deserve to have the happiest life possible. Very good. Excellent. Very, very good information, Carol. I um, just have the last few questions. We're getting close to the end. We're almost 25 minutes in. Can you believe it? And um, I'm chatty. What can I say? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. It helps me out. Um, I want to shift the focus on you a little bit and say, who would be good clients for you? I generally, I, I have not really niched myself out because I know um, focusing on what you want in life can have a variety. I tend to work more with women, and it's most of the women that I've dealt with. Some have, have definitely been with health issues, more medical health issues than weight issues um, that have come to me. And a lot of people, it's more on transitioning something in their life. Either it's from work and wanting to go into work on their own or come up with a more creative work. However, I'd say every person who has come to me, at the end of the day, we focus on their self-worth whether it's they're coming to me for relationships or for career or health, we, we focus on them feeling good about themselves. So it's really about boosting your positivity. And, and I, I call it exercising your positivity muscles. Mm, very good. Excellent. You have them, and, and they go dormant sometimes. Yeah. And, and they do improve, right? Obviously through and they practice do. and consistency and all that good stuff, just like working out. Yes, Absolutely. Excellent. The more you make it a practice, the easier it is. Awesome. Um, and then so in addition to what you shared with us today, could you share with us three other health tips, positive, positivity tips uh, for people? Certainly. Uh, one would definitely be uh, the gentleness of it, but really go into your exercise or you're eating, it's like, I can do this, or I'm in the process of doing this, and really focus on the general end result of what you're looking for. Rather than wanting it to be a certain um, number on the scale, I want to feel healthy and vibrant and good. I want to be able to uh, walk Monte Picchu if I go there on vacation. So really focus on feeling good, and as you're eating, 
it's I, I know for myself, it's like when I'm eating the the greens or something that I'm really not fond of, if I focus on, man, that doesn't taste very good, guess what? It's not going to taste very good. So when I'm doing the challenging things for myself on eating, it's just like I get into that space of like, this is real. I can tell myself, love this. And focus on making it a positive experience. I, I know I talked to you about it, that when I worked out with a a, a coach, a trainer, it's like they know that I can do three more of uh, a deadlift than I think I can. So really, like, I know, I've got this. I know I can do this. And just really be your own cheerleader through it. And certainly, you know, all the best athletes in the world have coaches. You know, um, the, t- the top CEOs of companies have business coaches. So anytime you can surround yourself with people who know you can do a little bit more than you think you can do is always good. Excellent. Very good. Um, awesome information today, Carol, as, as I predicted. So awesome job. How do people get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me. I have actually uh, two websites. My one for my nonprofit organization is called positive-focus.com. And then I have my coaching website, which is carolccmiller.com. Either one of those, you put the name Carol in front of it, and that would get you my email address. Very good. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if you could share with us in 30 seconds or less, who came up with the nickname CC? That nickname came from young kids who could not say Carol, and so they were trying to say it, and then we just started going with CC, and it just sounded so friendly and inviting, so I stuck with it. Awesome. Very good. I'll continue calling you Carol because I can pronounce it, but uh, everyone else, I guess, <laughs> can call you CC. Uh, really Either great. one Either they one. can call. Awesome. Uh, by the way, is it okay if they called you, or would you prefer? I will have all this information in the show notes, but just so people know. I would prefer an email first, and then we could go with a phone call. But I can give you my phone number. But um, I travel quite a bit, so. Okay, no problem. All right. Um, as predicted, like I said, awesome information. I knew this was going to be a great podcast, and it, it, I think it it's going to be awesome for everyone to listen to. I really appreciate this, Carol. I'll let you go, and have a great day. Great. Thank you. And just remember, everybody, you really do matter in this world. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.